good morning or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to this or watching this. I am Jordan McDuff, and I am the chaplain for the Heartland Writers. Um, we are the Bloomington, Illinois section of the, like a chapter of the Christian Motorcycle Association. And this is not an official audio recording of Christian Motorcycle Association. I'm just the chaplain, and I'm just trying to um, do a little introduction of what uh, this series is going to be. And this is also kind of a technical test to make sure that I have every all my ducks in a row. Now, my goal of this podcast and this video series is to read the Bible all the way through. I've got the Holy Bible, the ESV version. Um, I like this version a lot, and I used to read the uh, New Living Translation since I was probably 13 to 14, 15 years old. I got my first uh, teen Bible, um, and I just absolutely love that translation. I feel like um, there's a lot of beautiful nuance that the New Living Translation has. Now, the reason why I've actually changed, um, and I've changed a lot in the last couple of years, probably the last three to four years, um, is is only one reason, and um, it's because of the use of the word of the word miracle. Now, there is, and, there, and now I don't think that there are no miracles like that people are what's called cessationalists and I don't believe that there is no miracles whatsoever like I I do believe to a certain degree I'm like a what I, I call a soft cessationalist where I don't I think that um, the listing of the gifts of the spirit are not miracles per se I think that those are just examples of what we can do as Christians, like for example, like speaking in tongues, I do believe in that. I don't think that that's considered a miracle. I think that a miracle should have a higher state, a status than us. And so I just think that's a, a wise distinction. And even in the verses that talk about um, speaking in tongues and those kind of things, they don't even list them as miracles. They consider them, you know, just a fruit of the spirit, like not a gift of the spirit, right? Like I can prophesy and all those things. That's just a gift. Like it's just something that we've been given. It's not necessarily a miracle. And so those are the kind of things that I just wanted to clarify. So the reason why I moved um, from NLT to um, the ESV is specifically the use of the word miracle. There is no Hebrew or Greek word for miracle. And the way that the ESV translates that word specifically, I like that. I like that it says, um, uh, Lord, Lord, we have done not miracles, but great works in your name. That to me is a better translation. And so in my opinion, if uh, the NLT has this translation um, error, in my opinion, then, it, then I should be a little more wary about the, the version of the Bible that I'm, that I'm listening to. So anyway, um, that's just me, right? I still think that the NLT is a good version of the Bible, especially for younger audiences. There's a reason why it started as a teen Bible is because I think it kind of cuts through the, uh, the thousand, the thieves and the, the complications of just the struggle of having, you have this, uh, you know, colloquial, you know, uh, the slang and things like that that come out 
And sometimes just being able to cut through that and just to speak it in a regular English with, you know, the English that we're comfortable with is really important. And I think that I've kind of graduated a little bit from NLT and I don't think that people should stay there, but I think that it's a really good version for people that are probably, um, you know, young twenties, um, to, you know, all the way down to like, you know, children, like kids, I think they would fully understand that concept a lot better, um, than, than something like the, uh, the ESV or even the King James version or, or what have you. So anyway, let's talk about, um, kind of a little introduction to what I'm getting at as a, as the chaplain of this group and my goals and, and whatnot. I have a few things that I wanted to mention before we even start, talking about this Bible in a year concept. And one of the things that I I wanted to encourage you is not to worry about missing a day or a week or even a month of reading the Bible. If you get behind, these are the kind of things that it, it happens. Our goal in this specific year is for all of us to finish together that we all get across that finish line, regardless of how little or how much we have, because we as a body of Christ pick each other up. And the most important thing is that we don't feel like things are piling up because it's important that we all finish together. That's the most important thing. When someone pops off, uh, falls off the bike, you know, we get, we get, we get them back up. We get, when they fall off the horse, we pick them back up and we encourage them, but we're not going to stop our, our, our marching. We're going to keep on going with what our goals are. And we are going to pick you up and drag you along to where we are, our progress. And we're not going to go back and try to, you know, make this a convoluted mess because one person's behind one person's ahead. Now I do want to say if there are any questions or concerns about the Bible version that you were reading, I encourage you to drop a comment below or to message me privately if you have my phone number. Now, obviously, the ESV version is not required um, by anything, but it is. Uh, it, but anything based off of the KJV or the ESV will be just fine. Um, the NLT is a fine translation. I've used it over the last year. I already just explained all that. Um, now. I want to mention a few versions of the Bible that are completely false and should be condemned um, entirely. Um, I completely discourage anybody, any single person. In fact, I, I, I encourage you to throw them away. <laughs> I encourage you to throw them away. There's this really great story about Thomas Jefferson who literally took scissors to his Bible and cut out the verses that he didn't like. These, uh, there are many people who have taken scissors to the Bible and called it a version of the Bible. And these are wolves in sheep's clothing. Uh, they sound like official names, but they are absolutely counterfeit. And uh, I'm going to list them out real quick. The Passion Translation, the Mirror Bible, the New World Translation, the Message Bible, the Living Bible, and the NRSV these should not be considered the, uh, the, the Bible, the Holy Bible. They should not be by any means. If you own one of these versions, I encourage you to do some humble research into these versions and throw it away. These are fake versions of the Bible meant to distort the Bible on purpose. I can biblically back this up. And if you have any problems with that, you can drop a comment below or message me directly. Um, they sound great, like the passion, message, new world. They all sound like cliche Bible names. Like they all come off. And it's funny, like passion, that's obviously like a ripoff, a passion of the Christ. And then the message, 
the message of God, obviously. And then the new word kind of sounds like new, uh, new, new world sounds like new word translation, NLT, you know, things like that. They sound like cliche Bible names, but in the off chance that one of these Bibles, quote unquote, are, um, are in use by any people, especially uh, along with uh, Christian Motorcycle Association. I condemn these versions completely. Not that my opinion matters all that much, but God's does. And scholars have spent many years sitting here translating the Bible, and these people are absolutely um, distorting the Bible on purpose. And uh, I say all this uh, because truth is the most important part of Christian faith. Um, there are pitfalls in every turn. And it may seem like a kind of a heavy handed thing. Like, man, this guy is condemning virgins of the Bible and he just became chaplain in 2023. Um, but I'm setting a baseline uh, before we continue on. These virgins are not biblical and they are intended for distortion. It would be no different than someone who rewrote the Bible to be more palatable. Our God is plenty palatable, and I'm happy with the Word of God left exactly the way it is. So these are the versions that I encourage you to read. Obviously, if you go to your local Barnes & Noble, if you go online, or if you ever have a Bible that you're comfortable with that's not within those, I think, four or five like completely condemnable versions, <laughs> then you should be fine. The only one that's actually kind of suspect the most that people are, are might accidentally get is the uh, NRSV. The NRSV um, specifically um, has distorted the original Greek to walk away from some of the homosexual uh, issues that people have, and they start to say like, "Oh, well, it doesn't actually mean that," or things like that. Like that's not that's not entirely true um, whatsoever. Like it's just it's just not true. And um, it's not something that I want to sit here and talk about uh, for the longest time, but it's also not right to change the Bible because you have feelings. Like, it's just not, the Bible doesn't change because of your feelings. Your feelings should change because of the Bible. So anyway, um, that's that's like the starting point of where I'm coming from. Um, I am going to read the Bible um, 365 days this week, uh, this year. And uh, I'm going to try to lead as much as I can to help people get uh, stay in um, in the loop with the Bible, and so that they don't fall behind. They can just tune in every single day. Is the goal. Um, I I know I'm probably going to get busy and fail, um, but I'm going to try not to, and I'm going to try and pre-record as much as I can without uh, coming off as disingenuous because things happen in my life, and I think it's important to acknowledge those things. For strength reasons too. Um, and last but not least, my intention is also to preach. And my preaching um, on this channel and this podcast is not things that I've written. Um, and I know that sounds a little funny, but I think that a lot of wisdom can be found in our forefathers. And if you want to, if you want to tune in, um, I intend on maybe recording a sermon here or there from, you know, some of these ancient, ancient, ancient pastors. I mean, you've got John Calvin, Martin Luther, and, and these guys who, I mean, I've got a whole list of of sermons that I've found on uh, many resources and things like that. And so I thought maybe I would just start, you know, rec you know recording these in their public domain. So I'm not really all that worried about people, you know, <laughs> taking them. But if you want to be encouraged in a deeper level, I'm going to try and record some... Uh, um, some, some sermons a little bit extra, um, but they're not, 
none of it's required. Like none of it is like if you just read your Bible every day by yourself, quietly to yourself, um, that's, that's all that is really necessary. That's all that I'm trying to get at is just someone to sit down and read the Bible. Now, what's funny is I actually started this, um, daily audio kind of ministry, um, a couple years back. Um, I started about two years ago on an app called Marco Polo and my goal with Marco Polo was to kind of build a little flock flock on there and it ended up just being a bunch of my friends and then they ended up never like watching it and it's not like a judgment thing like like I wouldn't do it either <laughs> you know what I mean like as a friend I, I just I don't have the kind of time to sit down and listen to a 30 minute uh Marco Polo that you can't do in the background like Marco Polo the way that the app works doesn't work in the background you have to like watch the whole thing and I thought that was a benefit at the time but it's actually a huge negative and so I like YouTube a lot better and I would just always publish it to YouTube. And so part of the part of the purpose behind this podcast, it's <laughs> a lot of peas, is to kind of rejuvenate back to where I was originally trying to do. I was originally trying to um, read the Bible every day and have some commentary and read a little bit and to, you know, kind of find some encouragement in these things. And so as we go on and, and we read the Bible every day, I'm going to maybe add a little bit of commentary, but I'm going to try and keep it um, under, I'm going to try and keep it under, you know, five minutes is my, is my goal, depending on how long the Bible verses are, because it's based off of chapters, not based off of, of the, the how many verses there are, right? So it's like, oh, we're going to read Psalms 100, and there's like a whole bunch of Psalms 100 in there. So, um... I'm going to try and keep it under five minutes, but, uh, you know, obviously however long it takes is however long it takes and however long it takes will determine how much commentary I have. And I might just add some commentary afterwards. And if you want to chime in on that, you can, if you don't want to, whatever, it's fine with me. I'm just trying to make as many resources as possible. And I'm trying to do my best as a, as a chaplain and as someone who is happy, uh, in his position to do this, uh, a completely volunteer basis. I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm excited. And, uh, I hope that it shows because I love the Lord and reading my Bible is one of my favorite things to do in the entire world. So my iPhone storage just went out. That sucks. That sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. So my, uh, my iPhone, uh, video memory kind of went out. So I got to do this every single time I got to like export the video so that, you know, they don't, <laughs> so I don't run out of storage the entire time. Um, but anyway, I'm going to kind of wrap this up, this little intro. Um, I hope that this finds you well and, um, every single podcast or every single video, I'm going to do a little prayer before, and I'm going to lead you guys in prayer so that you guys can pray for whatever prayer requests you guys need and uh, kind of give you guys a, I have like a list of like types of prayer that you could use. I don't know. It's just something that I've always done. So anyway, I hope this finds you well and uh, praise God for uh, the reading of the Bible this year. And uh, thank you God for the privilege of being able to read your word out loud and your name I pray. Amen.